Timing is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Hey there, folks. My name's Ian Levenstein, and welcome to episode 159, part two of Comic Timing. I'm actually recording this on my way home from work on a Tuesday night, so uh, apologies if you hear any car noise in the background, but I figured it would be a good idea to bang this intro out before I get to work tomorrow and start editing the episode for release. Hey, look at that behind-the-scenes knowledge. You know that I'm going to be editing an episode, and it's already out because you're listening to it now. The magic of time travel. So anyway, uh, this is the second half of episode 159. There's very little Guardians of the Galaxy talk to be had here. We actually uh, sort of meander into conversation about Marvel and DC television. So get ready for that. And we had some conversation on Comixology and digital downloads. Most importantly, I give my thoughts on Marvel's Digital Comics Unlimited app and how my first month with it went. I am actually in month two of my time with the service at this point, so yes, I did pay the extra $6 to go another month. Haven't used it a lot so far this month, but I do plan on using it to at least finish out the runs that I've been reading, because I am still reading a whole bunch of uh, Ultimate Comics, and I know I have Demon in a Bottle ready to read as well, as well as uh, I think the uh, Grant Morrison Marvel Boy series. I might, I like his name a lot better as Marvel Boy than Protector. <laughs> Protector was just a stupid name. I don't know why they ever went with that. But they decided to, so so it goes. Uh, we are indeed sponsored by DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service. Check them out at dcbservice.com where you can get 50% off all of your Marvel and DC hardcovers and trades. And that's kind of important because, well, hardcovers and trades are going up in price. They're, they're getting really, really expensive, especially for Marvel and DC, because they know that you, they can milk you for every single dollar you have because, well, you're going to buy them because you're Marvel and DC fans. But when you order from DCBS... You get them for cheaper. Isn't that really what matters? Saving a few bucks is very, very, very important. And you can do that at DCBS. You'll also find 40% off of all Marvel, DC, Image, and Dark Horse single issues. Plus, bundles. A whole bunch of bundles for Marvel Now. I know they have Vertigo bundles on a regular basis. Pretty sure there was a Boom Kids bundle either this month or last month, and uh, you'll find occasional number one issues or important issues for further discounts, sometimes as much as 65% off. So just uh, take a look through there. And independent comics are uh, discounted as much as they can discount them. You know, Occasionally you'll find them for uh, more than, say, the 30-35% off, but uh, they'll do their best to save you as much money as possible. And make sure to use our Comixology storefront as well to save an additional 5% off of every single physical order that you make with Discount Comic Book Service. DCBService.com. We thank them for their sponsorship, and you thank them for saving you monies. 
So before we get into the episode, I figured I'd throw in here uh, some quick comic conversation, because I know that the episode only clocks in at about 55, 56 minutes or so, and, well, when was the last time we clocked in under an hour? I recently read Volume 1 of Snowpiercer. Now, for those of you who have gone to see the movie, you'll know that uh, Snowpiercer is a Chris Evans movie that was made by Koreans based on a French graphic novel. And I read the translation of Volume 1 into English. (laughs) The the cast of the movie is almost entirely uh, Americans, which is, again, the weirdest thing about it, but I guess they decided to go that route, so be it. I like the movie a lot. A whole bunch of the movie doesn't make any goddamn sense in the in the scheme of of the train scenario. Like they have somehow they have whole cows on this train. Like where are you going to find room for cows on a moving train? The amount of space that cows need. Cows are not chickens. Chickens would make at least a little bit of sense, but they're cows. <laughs> These are really, really heavy. Unless you're doing it like that, like that Snopes thing from a few years back about the like headless chickens that KFC was supposedly making, which was absolutely bullshit. It doesn't make any sense to me. And, and there were a couple other things too about that that uh, didn't quite jive with me. But the movie itself, as as a whole, is is, is pretty well done. And you, they do that a little bit better in the graphic novel than they do in the final movie that came out. But they changed a lot. You know, essentially, the, the the motivation for their trip through the train is very different in this graphic novel. There is no revolution being led by uh, a Chris Evans-esque character. It's actually just a guy who was caught attempting to lock himself in a bathroom or something like that. Uh, th- 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 he was committing some sort of crime. That's all I really remember. And uh, they they wind up taking him to the front... And he winds up meeting this girl who's a revolutionary of sorts, who's trying to get better rights for the quote-unquote tailies, which are the guys who live in the back. And they wind up making their trip through the train to get all the way to the front. And you, it, some other things are similar, like, you know, there, there's stuff involving the engine in this as well. And the, the motivations for the guys in charge are quite different in the in the graphic novel than they are in the movie. But overall, I, I enjoy it. The art is, is, is very well done as well. And uh, it's only about, I think volume one is only about 180 pages or so, so it's, it is a very quick read. There are further volumes, which I know deviate very much from the rest of the source material that was used uh, for the movie. So, I mean, if you want to go further than that, you can go ahead. I've heard, uh, I mean, Chris read volume two and she said the art is not anywhere near as good in that second volume as it is in the first one but i would i would suggest giving it a giving it a, ch- a check even if you haven't seen the movie yet you might be interested in the graphic novel and maybe that'll get you interested in seeing the uh, the movie the movie is already available digitally on demand in the u.s uh, as i know that even when it was out in theaters they released it digitally about a week or two afterwards because uh they wanted to try something different with their release schedule this time around. And, uh, you know, that, that more and more uh, movies have been trying that of late. So that they, they are very much going with that trend. So it's available there, and, and you can get it from most libraries, I'm sure. You can maybe do an interlibrary loan to try and get it. 
or just, you know, go onto Amazon service and buy yourself a comic. Go ahead, do it, do it, go ahead. And it might be available digitally, but do not quote me on that. And uh, what else have I been reading lately? Not a hell of a lot, actually. Trying to think. I did catch up on Captain America, so I'm now uh, caught up to right at the end of the Zola arc. So I think I have one more issue left to go in the Zola arc before, uh, you know, good old uh, Falcon officially takes over. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's well done, although I know that there are some continuity issues between the uh, cap issues that have been coming out and uh, most recent issues of Original Sin, but I'm not reading Original Sin until it's collected or available digitally for cheap, so I don't really know much about that, but I do read Bleeding Cool, <laughs> and, uh, and they, they told me a little bit about that. Other than that, not much else. Just uh, just about a month away from New York Comic Con at this point, and I should be receiving my uh, my badge in the mail actually pretty much any day now so i'm looking forward to that and i will be there all four days uh just uh, roaming around no table this year podcast arena is officially a thing of the past but it ain't gonna stop me from going to new york comic-con and having a good time and probably just means that i'm gonna go to a lot more panels than i did in previous years because i'll be i'll be walking the floors man I can, I can do whatever the hell i want screw having to sit at the table and entertain folks and uh, hopefully I'll get a bunch of interviews along the way as well, using the same handy-dandy recorder that I have in my hands right now. I am going to go upstairs because, uh, well, I'm home, <laughs> and I think I've talked to you folks enough. So, yeah, go ahead and ch- check out the rest of this episode right now of episode 159, part two. Enjoy. Lana. 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 Lana! Danger Zone! Ooh, let's let's talk about, real quick, by the way, uh, talk about casting in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. today. Oh, God, yes. 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 Oh, my God, yes. No, and, and, and I'm, watching, I'm watching Friday Night Lights right now. Adrian Palicki is awesome. Yes, she's gorgeous and, in that show and a badass. Her brother's a comic book writer. Really? According to the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Eric. Mm. What, is, what does he write? Yeah. What did he write for? That I don't Let's see. And, and she was played it Chaos Comics, Lady Death. Oh, okay, is that the name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. That um, <laughs> I I have not seen uh, GI Joe Retaliation, so I don't know how she played as Lady J. Not bad. She's pretty good in there. Okay. I don't know about uh, as Lady J, but she was fairly decent as a no-name badass GI Joe character. But yeah, as Mockingbird. That's she. She yeah. fits. She fits the look perfectly to me. She's mm-hmm. super tall, so she's going to look so badass. Yeah. yeah. I want to see her go up against Agent May. I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be oh, cool, and I want, I want Renner to guest star so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> or at least they can reference their history or something. I can Renner see that. needs... Uh, he needs to... He be really should get on, on the shield. Yeah. He needs to be on screen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I haven't seen him in anything other than... Avengers and American Hustle and uh, he was in um, honestly, he was in Hawkeye Begins. I mean, um, Born Born Legacy. Okay, Hawkeye Born Begins. Legacy. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> it really hasn't really hasn't done much for him though. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a couple a couple episodes on. I know he's trying, but a couple SL episodes here. on Shield as Hawkeye. Do it, man. Well, they already had. He's the, no and, bigger than Sif right now, right? So and, and, if Sif can do it, Jeremy Renner can do it. And they had the backdoor sure. Black Widow movie, Lucy. So you know, I mean, they they, they could definitely 
<laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then we had we had Raza Ghoul begins with Taken and Taken Two. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, no, the, the, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to Shield season two, with all the casting. Come on, Lucy Wallace. Oh yes, yeah, dude. Yes. She should have been Victoria Hand, not whoever they got. She should uh, be. Saffron, they Saffron wasted Burroughs. Victoria Hand. I feel they like. wasted. Mm-hmm. They, yes. they wasted Saffron Burroughs so hard in that movie. It's they, not even funny. They really did. I also well, and for that matter, Lucy Wallace is playing uh, Saffron Burroughs. I mean, at least if she is playing the same character that that I mean, at least the name that that they're using is wasn't she Victoria Hand's lover in the comics? I I don't remember the name of the character. Okay, because I know that they introduced at least one person's name that that uh, that they said was referenced as Hand's lover in the comics. I just don't know whether or not it was Lucy Wallace, but. Oh, here's an idea. How about, how, about, how, about bring in, how about bring in Contessa? That'd be interesting to see. I was guessing that that's what Lucy Lawless was going to play, and I'm sad see, that that's not the case. I, I'm kind of of the hope that Lucy Lawless is going to be a villain in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, you think? Because seeing her on Spartacus, man, gave me a whole new respect for that woman and her ability. Man, oh man. She wasn't necessarily a villain on Spartacus. She kind of was, kind of wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um but she was kind of a one of the antagonists of the main of the first season and second season. Uh, but I think that'd be so much more interesting for her to play rather than just another generic no name shield agent and yeah. be part of the team or whatever, you right. know. Or you know the the new agent hand, you know, like the, the new boss or whatever. Yeah. Is Lucy Wallace's stay uh, just for an episode? Is that is that just a guest star role? Or? I, I, don't, I think I don't she's. Know. Recur- I think she may be recurring. Okay. All right. Good. Because she'd be a much better villain than the, you know, the flower dress girl that they had at the beginning oh, of the Raina? first Raina? season. Yeah. She didn't do anything. No. She wasn't. She, was, she was. She wasn't even threatening at all. Nope. With those wide eyes and flower dresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Isabel Hartley is the name of the character that she's playing. Isabel Hartley. That yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean that's that's why I'm pretty sure I'm right about uh, about the origin of that. In fact, here we go. Thank you, Internet, for existing. Let's see, Isabel Hartley, Agent Shield, Wookie. Yeah, you know, the, the, there's really not much on it other than the fact that uh, that it's Isabel Hartley as a name. So this might actually just be a new character that they created for the show, which would be like the seventh time they've done that. Oh. Did you guys hear that? Uh, that in the Peggy Carter series, there's going to be a actual human Jarvis. Oh, really? really? No. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Uh, they're introducing Jarvis as a character in uh, Peggy Carter. He is going to be uh, essentially ha- the Howard Stark's servant. Yep. Howard well, Stark. Howard Stark's so, butler. So Jarvis is basically Alfred and Batman and Robin. Yeah, pretty much uh, that, and and you know that that would explain where the name Jarvis came from because uh, they're going to imply that he helped raise uh, Tony. Yeah, I don't think they're going to imply that thing as Tony wouldn't have been born in 1945 if they introduced Jarvis as a young man, you know, as an actual okay. like man in his like twenties, like Howard Stark. Possible, I doubt it, but possible. 
Continue. Interesting, yeah. at least. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. A whole bunch of interesting yeah. stuff being uh, being talked about here. Let's l- one more one more thing to touch on news wise, and then we can quickly talk about some of the things that we read, and then we'll end it up. Um, Flash pilot. Yes. Yes. Did you see can, it? Can, can we? Yeah. Can we talk about it? We could. T- we could talk. I have about not it. seen it. I. I, I haven't seen I, it. I have not seen it. I decided to wait for the full HD broadcast on Hulu Plus when it comes out. Um, I just right. figured that would be the best right. way to show it. All right. Well, uh, I, I talked about it already on the show with you, Brent. So I, I can. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm. Okay. You know, people know my my thoughts already. What about if, what was the other ones that you? What Constantine? Constantine, I still haven't one? seen. Constantine's still sitting on my on my uh, on my computer waiting to be watched. Okay. I forgot we talked about this last time. Not yeah. bad. No, no, that's that's perfectly fine. I mean, uh, you know, Brandon and uh, and Raph. I mean, if you guys saw it and you want to uh, give your thoughts real quick, you can go ahead. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Non spoiler. Um, I love it. Uh, I think this has got a potential probably to, to rival Arrow with the uh, being yeah not so much not so much in the, in the most most faithful adaptation, but uh, with promise to you know be a very good comic book inspired show. Mm. Uh, I think it's got a lot of going. It's got I mean, there's there's definitely some flaws with the, with the pilot. You, and it's got pilot syndrome. You can tell it. Right. Uh, but I mean, it's got a lot of potential to do some really cool things actually and I'm uh, hoping that they can get past the formulaic villain of the week format real quick <laughs> and tell some real cool stories because that'd be really interesting to see alright did anybody see the uh, the Batman Arkham uh, animated movie yes I, I did see it yeah oh All my right, god good, yes good. you guys talk about that because uh, sell me on it or not sell me whatever, it was, whatever. it's it, I thought it was a very good Suicide Squad movie Agreed. as little as I've read Suicide Squad I, I thought you know, they got the same, basically the same, you know, thing that the task force, task, this is so hard to say. The task so Force So easy X. to write. Task Force X. Yeah. That's uh, why they say Suicide Episode in Justice League. Right. But that was the episode in Justice League that was really, really well done. This was similarly, similarly just as good. Um, I thought that it was a cop-out to call it Batman Assault on Arkham. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it, just for marketing reasons, Batman is... Yeah. He's he's in it, but he's barely in it. Okay. <clears throat> For it, as big as Batman is on the cover of the movie and everything, <laughs> man, oh man, do not go into this expecting. Um, and, well, uh, two things kind of surprised me that there was so little Batman in it, and that they tried to make it a a continuation of Arkham. Uh, the Arkham games because it clearly is not. It supposedly um, takes it's place set during. in the universe, but I guess if if if, if it's before. Arkham Asylum, okay, but I don't know where they go, where they fit it in, and there's kind of so, I don't know. I just felt it was that that reference was fleeting, other than the design of Batman, Harlequin, and the voice of Batman. For me, I, I think for me, it felt like in between Arkham Asylum and Arkham City, like it, it kind of felt like that way. Yeah, I thought it was uh, supposed to be a prequel to our to Arkham uh, Asylum. I, I, for me, I felt like an Arkham, uh, like a prequel to Arkham City because uh, okay. they're in the actual asylum itself. Um, but yeah, like Brent said, not a lot of Batman, so don't go, don't go in there expecting to see a lot of Batman. Go in there expecting to see like a, almost an R-rated version of a uh, Suicide Squad, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it is very, very, very dark. It's dark, you but know, it, it, it but it works so well though. I mean, it it is almost kind of like uh, the remainder version of Suicide Squad from like the comics. A little bit. Uh, you're missing a couple of characters like Flag and the rest of them, but it, it works so well. And I mean, come on, C C H Pounder as Amanda Waller. 
there, there's, there's nothing better. better. There's really there. nothing better when it comes to that character. She like, is Amanda Waller. She is. And, she, uh, and they they have they and they play her so well to her character also too. And most importantly, yeah, she she's good. fat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, you you actually get the wall back. So yes, yes. Um, uh, but yeah, I would. They're definitely just as with the other like the past ever since Flashpoint. They are definitely taking this PG thirteen rating and using the hell out of it. Um, mm-hmm. They're saying shit. They're saying damn. I think they used douchebag in this one or something yes, like they, that. They, they, they do say douchebag. You see, it's very very violent as well. So you see, you, there's a, a sexual a, in your window scene there also too. A couple, oh, yeah, a, a couple actually. Yeah, using the word douchebag in a DC animated feature. All right, okay. Second second time in a row. Yeah, uh, and. I, I hear the next one is Shock of Shocks. I mean, other than the Aquaman feature, which is... Is that an Aquaman feature or a Justice League movie that happens to have Aquaman? It's called Justice, Justice League. League Throne of Atlantis, but the feature that I saw on the, online that got, I don't know if it was released or leaked or whatever, made it sound like it's a... They're making it an Aquaman origin story at the same time as a Justice League movie. So that'll be okay. interesting to see how much... How they can balance it. Gotcha. All right. I can... I can swing that a little bit, although it's New Fifty Two, right? So, yeah. yeah so you're, you're getting high collars and all that stuff. Uh, on the plus side, though, n- Alan Tudyk is actually not the voice of Superman again, so that's oh, okay. uh, a little bit of a plus. I think they also recast Wonder Woman also too, mm-hmm. uh, but Sean Astin is still Shazam. Uh, Shamar Moore still is a cyborg. Yeah, that's that's fine. I like Sean Astin. He's a cool dude. I don't like Jason Omar as, as Batman. It's interesting. It's different. Yeah, it definitely it's, is different. It's still different. I go. I watched that Son of Batman movie, and I was. I was not. I liked the kid as Damien, but to me, like man, they they really wasted all the cool stuff Grant Morrison did. Yeah, and by that, throwing yes. in Deathstroke. Oh god, that, that movie was unwatchable for me. I was gonna say, like, yeah, didn't they essentially just take the basic idea of Son of Batman and then just? It's make like their Batman own has a son, and then let's have Deathstroke take over the League of Assassins because he's on Arrow and we're using oh, League man. of Assassins on Arrow as well. Come on, yeah, it, re- it really felt hollow. Honestly, it just like and they had such a, they had such a good uh, good strong voice cast also too, except for the Batman. You had um. Thomas Gibson as uh, as Deathstroke, so I was really impressed with him. But I mean, come on, that movie was just—I got bored within like the first twenty minutes. I'm like, I was done with this. And coming for soon. me, I th- I think what's hurting my enjoyment of these movies is that the the animation style. I really enjoyed the last round of it when Bruce Timm was still in charge, and they weren't all interconnected. Where you got a a new animation style with each film, and the more and more that they're going the way that they did with Justice League War and Batman, son of the, or son of the, Be- whatever the fuck that movie was called, I'm I'm not a huge fan of that art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it just feels kind of choppy sometimes. Also, too, it just it and just doesn't mind more the older stuff too. They well, they, they they're, but they're not though. Unfortunately, the problem is they're they're going all for with the new fifty two because that's what quote unquote is selling, but with the, it doesn't translate well into. Motion, unfortunately, those costumes just don't hold up. Unfortunately, well, and here's here's a good question for you. I mean, I saw uh, via Twitter that they're apparently doing some sort of Teen Titans thing in the near future. I'm wondering whether it's a Teen Titans Ju- animated Judas contract. Yeah, I wonder if it's Judas yeah, contract. Judas contract whether... was like the second movie they announced after Superman Doomsday, and it never got done. Yeah, almost ten years I, ago. I, 
doubt that's going to happen. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, are they only doing New 52 movies now? Like, that's that's a good question. Because if it, it seems like they're only doing New 52, unfortunately. Because if, if that's no, the case, I, think, I don't want to see a Teen I, Titans movie. Because then there'll be New 52 Teen Titans. And that would uh, be bad. No, what, what, I think what they had said, what James Tucker has said, uh, who's now the supervising producer of all these films, is that they're going to do, like, one DC Universe-connected movie a year, and then one one-off. Okay. So, like, this Batman Arkham is a, is a one-off. Right. Yes, it came right after we got the last Batman movie, but that was a connected one. So the next one we're getting is Throne of Atlantis that's connected. Yeah. And the one after that will be a, uh, supposed to be a one-off. We'll see how long that holds true. You know what I want? I want a Longbow Hunters animated movie. That'd be good. That, that Green Arrow good. short. Remember that? That yeah. was fantastic. That was that great. That was really good. We have Wolf- Kingdom Come. Yeah. Oh, dude, Kingdom Come would be great, but I don't know if they'd be able to pull that off. See, King, for me, Kingdom Come, they need to spend a lot more money on the art style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you know and you know that the ultimate version of Ra- of uh, Kingdom Come, Raph, is the audio drama. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> but still, all you gotta do is just transpose that onto uh, onto onto some animation, and you're good. Hey, look, it's an although, arrow, a green although, arrow. I do think. <laughs> A, a Kingdom Come movie would be beneficial only to read Mark Wade's rage tweets or blog posts <laughs> yes. after he's viewed it. I believe you will find a tweet that is the full maximum amount of characters you could do on Twitter with just the word <laughs> why, with as many whys as possible at the end of it. I, th- I think that would be uh, very interesting. <laughs> Oy, uh, what is Judd Winnick doing? I think... He wrote the script for uh, Red, Red Hood. Red Hood, man, yeah. oh man, that was like one of the best ones. It was. And he yeah. should do more work on these. Only, only because that was his baby, though. I think. I wonder yeah. if he's just he was too expensive. I don't know. Well, no, no. Plus, he's doing cartoons also still. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's st- he's working on that lately. But that and I, I feel like he wasn't really part of the quote unquote new guard that came in once uh, the the. Uh, creators changed in in DC. Like he just wasn't yeah. really a part of that. I, uh, last so the, the last thing he did, he wrote three episodes of the the Awesome series for uh, for Hulu. So he's working oh, on is that. that. Any good? I I watched a little bit of it. It's it's, it's some right. of those Hulu animated ones. I'm kind of like really. He's consulting producer on that as well. So he's working on that. The Life and Times of Juniper Lee. He Which did, is a great but, cartoon. Yeah, but that that ended in 2007. So he's not working on that regularly anymore. And. Yeah, that's his IMDb credits. I mean, he could still be working on. Uh, in fact, yeah, actually, I think he's working on some independent comics as well. Uh, just not any anything DC right now. More uh, Barry Ween, probably. Uh, it, well, Barry Ween, that dude. If there, if there was more Barry Ween, that'd be awesome. That would be great. Yeah, come on, Barry Ween. Me like you, the Ween. I would like to talk a little bit about regular comic books. Uh, I'll, I'll let Raph have the floor since he missed most of the uh, episode. Raph, what you been reading lately? What you been into? Well, that that's kind of awkward because I haven't read anything in like three weeks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> original like, sin sucks. Oh, what do you mean? What do you mean sucks? It's fucking pointless, man. Oh god, here it, we go. What is the original sin? What we are they building yet. up to? Why are they saving it for the stupid last issue? Oh my god! It was, it was We're called, gonna age up Nick Fury and make him a straight. cosmic defender. That has got to be the dumbest idea of ideas I have ever heard. Oh boy! This is so annoying. I, I cannot say, stand this. I will uh, say, how many issues is it? Eight, seven. Yeah, it's seven. Eight. It, it's eight. about four issues. It's about three or four issues too long. You always say that though. 
It's but true, it though. though. It's usually true. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's always been true. It's always been true ever since Bendis delivered Siege in four issues. Dude, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. One exception so far, I think, in the last like five years is Infinity. Yeah. I freaking love Infinity to death. So, so did I. I Infinity I, was 16 issues too long. No. Well, that's because you had all the new Avengers. If you just read Infinity by itself, it was... No, you can't. No, you Pats. can't. Go back and read that, sir. And, and go back I and read Infinity all right, you know by what? itself Raph, we, and know what the hell's going on. We covered this in full on Comic Timing, and Brent was like, no, you couldn't. And I'm like, yes, you could. And then Brent it's, was like, no, you Marvel's couldn't. It's Marvel's version of Star Wars, man. I, I, I jizz so hard. I can't no. even... I can't even... Oh. Dude, no. I, I, I need no, a second. I, go, I, home, I, go home, grab Jonathan Hickman's dick. And Richard Donner's dick, and just stick him in your mouth and be quiet. Regularly. You're totally wrong. Regularly. I would do that regularly and happily. Raph, I I read Infinity one issue. I was done with it. I'm like, no, this is stupid. No. Brandon, all right, let me me just tell you go back and read the trade at some point, all right? Let me know whether or not. Let me know whether or not you still feel that once you've read the entire story. Is there a trade, or is it still that massive hardcover? There's, there's, Look, I'm, I'm on my iPad right now. I'm yeah. going right right now on my I iPad. Have, I have Good. it on on um, on Comicsology. Yeah, and, and, and you can and you can read it on Unlimited. Uh, the, yeah. a, lot, a lot of it is on Mar- uh, Marvel Dig- Digital Comics Unlimited. Well, you know what? While Raph thinks of things to talk about, I uh, I. Oh. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, well, well no, because I was going to say, I, I did do the 99-cent Marvel Digital Comics Unlimited, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, and I have been reading like a madman, uh, try, trying to uh, get through as much as possible uh, before this month is out. I'm probably going to wind up renewing it for at least another month after that, just because I'm enjoying the service that much. It is essentially, in a lot of ways, the Netflix instant streaming for comics. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, a, a dangerous while, too. A dangerous, yes, very much so. Like, mm. I have been catching up on every issue of Ultimate Comics X Men and Ultimate Comics Ultimates, and I started off with the with the X Men run just because I had heard good things about it, and I know that it continued with uh, Kitty Pride, Johnny Storm, and uh, Iceman after Peter Parker died in the Ultimate Universe. Essentially, you get more of their story, which which I was looking forward to. And that started off with Nick, uh, crap, Nick Spencer, and eventually it goes to Brian Wood, and it it tells a really interesting story about about the mutants that you know you've never really seen in the regular uh, Marvel universe. So it, it it crafts things further and sort of like saves those characters from the abyss that became the Ultimate X universe after fucking really Ultimatum. Interesting. Yeah, it, it, they they did some really interesting stuff with that. Ultimate Comics Ultimates, that is. Where Jonathan Hickman started his Avengers run, essentially, like all just about most of the ideas that he wound up doing in, in Avengers, sort of came to fruition in Ultimate Comics Ultimates, uh, and just just to give a basic plot of of the uh, of, of the storyline here, like it starts off where uh, you know a whole bunch of uh, things are going wrong. Someone has attacked Asgard. Uh, Thor loses his powers. He winds up having to use that uh, power suit he used in, in earlier Ultimate uh, series back when Mark Miller was still writing it. And uh, essentially, Thor is the last Asgardian left. And uh, that's, that sort of uh, put, put things, puts things down to, to ground floor there. When meanwhile, a in- entirely highly sophisticated... Uh, hyper-evolved group of individuals appears uh, on the scene and they want to take over everything. They want to take over the world. Like, they want to make it theirs. And it turns out that 
the weeder of this, and this is a spoiler, but you know, this this book is like, you know, three years old at this point, and it's actually sort of made me want to read it more just even knowing this. That the uh the leader of this organization, this leader of this civilization is Reed Richards. And this saved ultimate Reed Richards for me as well. Like it didn't just make him the megalomaniac that uh, the ultimate universe sort of made him over time. Like this is a man that feels like he is better than everyone else. And he wants to prove it by essentially taking over the planet doom style and making it in his own image. And the ultimates have to step in and stop him. Hawkeye's in it. And Hawkeye's great. Nick Fury all over the place. It's very much a movie-style Avengers while still being in the Ultimate Universe. Time out. Wasn't that a, um, a story arc from uh, Exiles? In, in some aspects, yes. Yeah, it, 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 basic basic premise of it is is similar to that Exiles arc, yeah. But, it, it dude, this is this is just... It's so damn good, and like you've got you've got crazy ass ideas. Once Sam Humphreys takes over, of like a Tony Stark's tumor comes back, and it's essentially a, a living tumor. So it is a tumor. It's not the tumor, but wait, it is. It is a tumor. Okay. Wait, no, was it was it a tumor? A tumor. A to- Tony calls it not Anthony. Tumor, it's essentially his me. son. That like you know he winds up uh, talking to it and like help. It, it helps him like. Uh, solve problems and everything, and like it's almost like yeah, a little buddy. Disturbing. Yeah, it, it it's really weird ass shit here. And divided we fall and united we stand is included in that as well. So you get to see President Captain America. Ooh, yeah, yeah, and it's it's really damn good. My only complaint with Digital Comics Unlimited is that the app needs a lot of work. Yeah, because the formatting for a smart panel sucks. Yes, it does. Uh, it cuts off words. It, it does. It you cu- still you're reading it in the smart panel mode. I oh. I prefer smart panel. I actually do. Like in in general, I prefer smart panel. You I, do the comicsology that way as well. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I I, re, I yeah. only use smart panel on my phone. I guess. Yeah. What are you, what are you reading on? Real good. I, I'm reading it on a uh, Samsung Galaxy 8.9. Okay. So it's 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 big enough. If I do want to go full screen, I can. And I do like the interface of the of the full screen uh, on uh, on Marvel. Like especially if you uh, if you hold it horizontal, it does two pages, which is yes. kind of cool. And then you can you know double click and zoom in. But yes, the, their smart panel sucks. It cuts off words, and the read offline does not work very well. Also, an unfinished bubbles in some in some aspects too when they when they uh, when they when they when they digitize them. Yes, like I'm I'm getting like just words without bubbles, or I'm getting mm-hmm. just blank bubbles also too sometimes. Yeah. I've had multiple instances where uh, Mar- the Marvel app has told me it's downloaded an issue. I go in to read it, and like the last ten pages are all blank. Yeah. So I've had to re-download the uh, the, wow. the issue. Yeah. So it's 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 definitely got some bugs, but it still hasn't stopped me from enjoying it. Like I'm I'm again I'm I'm really loving going back and reading old comics, and I've got uh, uh, Demon in a Bottle ready to be read. I've got mm-hmm. uh, the Marvel Boys series queued up to be read at some point. Uh, now, is there some sort of like reading list, or uh, yeah, you, you, know, you put them away, or, or yeah, some sort of flag that you want to go come back to these once you find them? Yes, yeah, it's called your library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and your li- your yeah. library can hold in, an infinite number of books, but you actually have read books you can read offline. You can say twelve at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, twelve is is plenty. I mean, especially if you're going on like a long trip or whatever. Like, I 
you know, I, I was in a, I was on a bus for three hours and I got through, but uh, you know, like about 10. So that was, that was good there. But yeah, there's the, the, still nothing compared to comiXology. Oh dude, okay. no, that, that it, there, there's nothing compared to comiXology, but it's just the, the overall wealth of Marvel comics in general that you can, that you can work with on this for the price. It's kind of worth it for me. If I can pay five ninety nine a, a month for a year for this, and I, which I think you can. Which I think I can. And it'll get me to essentially cut down on my comics even further and wait for comics to come out six months later to read so them. It's so a, it's a six-month – so when the trade comes out, they appear on this app? In essence, yeah. Six, yes. It's a six-month gap. Yeah. So like the, the Marvel Now stuff is on there? Yes. Yeah, right, right now, the new books that came out this week – well, over uh, the last couple of weeks, like uh, Loki, agent, agent of uh, whatever that that book is called, came, came out. Agent of Asgard. Yeah, Agent of Asgard came out. Uh, a whole bunch of other, uh, like She Hulk number one is now available on there. Uh, yeah. So uh, weeks dated the twenty sixth of February mm-hmm. are available now. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. I, I don't. I don't know if I could do that personally because I, I kind now. Of, I what fixed. about the the yeah. backlog? Like the the overall library of it, have mm-hmm. you delved into too much? Are they are they missing large holes, or are the most series complete if they're on there? It I depends. Guess? It, it depends on the books. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like I mean, Brandon, go ahead. You, you, you've you've like, probably example, had them longer than me. Like for example, the, it, Doctor Strange. Most of the seventies backlog is missing, unfortunately. Uh, it cuts up for some of Avengers runs. Mm-hmm. Avengers books are, are that are there. You can't download sometimes. For example, like Avengers two hundred, you can't download, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but it, it does have a large backlog of books that are there. I mean, X-Men, they're filling in very, X-Men, very they're filling left and right. Spider-Man, yeah. they have every almost every issue of Spider-Man completed now. Every issue of Iron Man. Like, can you read the Clone Saga yes, yes, in reading can. order on there? Yes, you, you can. can go by events also, too, if as well, or characters. You can, look, you can even search by uh, creators if you want to read certain arcs by, the, by them as well. They have some things in trade, quote-unquote, as well, like, like right. in, in collection where you can just, you know, read through a volume uh, of and, and those are scattered there are not many of them but there are a right. few uh, available like Age of Apocalypse is one of them you can read in collection right. yes uh, War of Kings you can read in a collection um, Annihilation I think you can read in collection yeah Annihilation yeah. It, but it's got it, it does have I mean it, I'm looking right now it's from A to Z plus even even number books also there are over quite possibly like over 500 books here you can read yeah. over 500 titles well, let's let's put it this way. I mean, and Raph, I mean, you know, you you mentioned that that might not be good for you because you you like reading things right away. But you know, you're already behind three, uh, a, a couple of months on on your comics on, on certain comics, correct? Like just with the move and everything. Well, I I haven't been back to the city since uh, July twentieth. Right. Mm-hmm. So I I just did a phone order a couple of days ago for for the rest of my subscription over at Midtown. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? Because for me, okay. I've been reading comics since 1996. Yes. Just this about, just right about the now, same time that I did, yeah. Yeah. This right now, right here, is the longest gap I've had since high school. Mm-hmm. Oh. This, that's how week-to-week I've been for the last, what, 18 years of my life? Yeah. I'm just so used to that grind. And, you know, it's funny. It's, it's actually gotten me to appreciate comicsology a lot more. Yes. It's gotten me to go back to my old trades a lot more. I've taken advantage of all the comicsology sales. Mm-hmm. I went back and reread Annihilation, and I'm reading Annihilation Conquest right now. I remember how much I love that stuff. How much I miss DNA, you know. Uh, so I mean, there's that. I mean, I could do you know some of the series that I'm not particularly attached to, like you know Amazing Spider-Man. I could read that six months late, but 
stuff that I have to read right now, like Hickman's Avengers or um, Hawkeye or, right. uh, or Thor. Those are I need to read those right now. I guess, I mean, you know what? Depending on where my future takes me, I might just sign up for the Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. If, you know, or... Or I might just continue to do weeklies and occasional online comics. It it all depends. I, I'm I'm leaning heavily towards getting the unlimited plus when I go to New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a hundred percent. Yeah. Here here's the thing. I've been saying for months and now almost years on this show just how behind on my comics I am. Like, and it, I've come to a revelation here that now just about the first thing that I do when I get my comics from DCBS is I put in all the Marvel codes so I can read them on my tablet. That way I don't have to carry them around everywhere because it's still technically cheaper. In fact, it's way cheaper for me to buy them from from DCBS and then put in the codes on Comixology than you know, buy them the week of on Comixology. It's significantly cheaper for me to do that. Yes. Um, yes. So that's, that's, why, that's essentially why I'm still buying physical copies. Plus there are certain comics like, say, she-Hulk and Ms. Marvel that I can only get physically, and I do that, and Fables and all that sort of, sort of thing. Um, I mean, yes, I know that they're available on, online, but that I started them physically. That's how I'm going to do it. But there are books like Wolverine and the X-Men uh, is a perfect example. I'm at least five months behind on Wolverine and the X-Men right now. I'm still reading. Wolverine's the- dead, so I guess that book doesn't matter anymore. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's I just know. it's just X Men now. Yeah, it's just and X Men. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've already got an X Men book. You can't just change Wolverine and the X Men. But no, to but, just but, you, but no, it's just and the X Men now. Yeah, exactly. And wanna, the X Men. If you really want to kill it, you call it Xavier Academy, and then the book will die. Uh, 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 really you can't the book it's the Jean Grey School. Yeah. Whatever. G- call G- it that. G- call it whatever Academy. it's called. Yeah. What it, the book should really have been called from the beginning, and uh, they, it'll, they it'll actually said that they're going to be doing Batman. Death. Essentially, they're going to be Batman and Robin, Robining it, Brent, and like yes. essentially, it's going to be someone else and, and the X Men. The X Men. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so like I'm Prodigy behind, and the X Men. Yeah. I'm I'm way behind on that, and you know, obviously, since I already own the issues on Comicsology, I'm going to read them there. But I'm just about where they would be released on Marvel Digital Unlimited at this point. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to go through the amount of comics that I buy regularly month by month. I'm going to see which ones I don't need to buy month by month. And I'm just not going to. And then I'm just going to read them when they're available on Digital Comics Unlimited. And then comics like, say, Avengers and New Avengers uh, that I regularly like buying month to month I'll continue to do so and then I'll you know mostly read those comicsology and occasionally physical copies but that's what digital comics unlimited makes it worth it for me and for reading backlog comics that I, I do not currently own in trade or elsewhere that I would be able to then read on uh, on DCU it makes sense okay let me let me play devil's advocate yes and say if you're doing that to say something like superior foes of spider-man mm-hmm which just got canceled. Yes. You'd be killing the book. So, in essentially the same way, you're not no longer contributing to the numbers for any of those Marvel books you don't read or under that are underread mm-hmm. in your opinion that maybe maybe The Avengers Undercover, uh Superior Foes of Spider-Man, Hawkeye, yeah. Those types of things where you don't have to read a month to month since you're going to wait, you're going to essentially kill those books. You're you're right and you're wrong at the same time because this is this is Marvel's app. 
you know, they can they can easily track the amount of downloads that comics are getting in their own app. And they, yes, they can. And I'm, However, and I'm giving I don't know them that money they to look, begin with. I don't know that they look at those those numbers mm-hmm. as hard as they do like the real pre-order sales numbers and the comicsology numbers that people are buying in real time and because they're getting the most amount of income for it. And what I'll say is why the hell not? <laughs> Welcome to the digital age, bitches. Like, <laughs> we've been here for a while, and for Christ's sake, listen to, like, 15 fucking episodes of Comic Timing where we've talked about this before. But grow up. This is the digital age, people, all right? We we need new ways to, to get our, our, our comics. Not everyone's going to want to buy them physically anymore. And Marvel has their own option that they're putting out there that they're regularly trying to pimp. So if I choose to read it inside of their own damn app, I don't see a problem here, and they shouldn't either. I I think for me, I, like I I've behind like almost years now for a lot of a lot of Marvel books. I I completely missed um, the new stuff of Marvel. Now. I completely missed Marvel now. The jumping points, okay. I'm at, this, I'm Murd. How are you? I know. Right? <laughs> this for me is very good because I actually I just like for example I, I just burnt through Young Avengers and I found that fantastic. I just burnt through. I'm sorry. Uh, what do you mean sorry? Young Avengers. Which, was, which volume? Uh, the McKelvey one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, Brent, sh- shut your whore mouth. A- as usual, Brent Casina has a dissenting opinion to the rest of the world. Please continue, <laughs> Brent. Uh, I'm like, I, I'm, catch- I'm catching up and finishing up on Daredevil. I, n- I started reading the all new, all new X Factor again. Um, I'm, go- I've been, I've been reading Cable in, in the X Force now, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm catching a lot of books that I'm I missed. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry for that one too. <laughs> Actually, I enjoy, I enjoy Cable Next Force. Yeah, it started off really good, yeah. and then it just teeter totter from nowhere, the, and, and the art su- started to suck at the very end. Yeah, like, those, look the, at the those, last those issues, issues. That, those age, those issues that we read uh, for uh, what was it, a, a, the AVX podcast that we were on that time. Those the, that was that was pretty good stuff. I just I afterwards I just started hating it. <laughs> I'm on issue nine now, so I probably haven't hit the crap plunge yet, have I? Okay, no, no, okay. not yet. Oh no, uh, you still got not two. When the name artists get off the book, I suggest you do the same. Okay, gotcha. And but, I, I don't really remember if the premonitions really went anywhere. But look, I'm reading it for free, so I'm not going to complain completely either. Too. Right. In essence, I'm reading it for 99 cents for a month, and that's I'm, I've right now in my library. I got 36 books. Okay. Yeah. At 99 cents, I'm not going to complain at all. Oh, of course. Right? Yeah. Right. And you know, like it's good for me that I can catch up and I can, I can go back and read even older stuff also stuff I, I missed like or stuff that I have read as a kid before like 90s X-Men or if I want to go back and feel nostalgia I've been, I've been listening to uh, CGS do their spotlights yep. and this and this has been good for me because I can go back and read those books also too oh yeah Dare, Daredevil so it, come on exactly Daredevil you can go back and read I've been reading the X-Men again a lot more now because of them as well and uh, so this is I mean for your in essence yes you are quote unquote killing a, a physical copy but you can also like you know, like Amazon before you can actually use those codes you have in the books of, of your Marvel books and input them online and yep. they'll be in your library also too as well so mm-hmm. you're not really killing the book per se yeah well I'm, no I wasn't saying that he was killing the book by not I'm saying he was killing it by not contributing to the sales numbers of it yeah which in and essence, your month to month sales numbers which I think right. still dominates in essence you're waiting considering canceling or not in essence you're waiting for the trade for it yeah that's really and that's really what it is right. in the long run yeah. All, right. Yeah. all right you know what former midtown comics employee raf suhu what do you think about this about just uh, the 
digital thing Thank in you general? for listening. Yeah, yeah. D- digital, digital, you know, uh, the whole quote unquote missing out on a sale because I'm reading it on Marvel DCU. Uh, you know what? I mean, you're because the thing is, when I was at Midtown, I was the guy that recommended stuff left and right. I, I threw books into people's hands. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it, I, my personal feeling on it is it's the retailer's fault. You can't just sit there on your ass and not sell a book. I was always selling books. When people asked me for something, I gave them at least two to four books on top of what they got. I hustled to get p- comics into people's hands. That's on the, you know, I mean, whether or not whether or not Marvel decides to cancel Superior Foes of Spider-Man because sales are down or because they want to do something else. I mean, the thing is, they're, Superior Foes of Spider-Man gets canceled, another book like it will take its place, Think if you think about it. I mean, Avengers Arena did great. Avengers Undercover, it ended. Avengers Undercover was the next part of it. They, they're always, and you know, like, uh, you know, let's say She-Hulk gets canceled. They'll do another, if, or Miss Marvel wasn't successful. They'll do another female character. They'll throw it out there. Right. They're always throwing out and experimenting things. Maybe it's not the specific character you wanted, but they're always going to experiment. I feel like, yes, it does have a part. You know, does digital hurt hurt a little bit? Yes. Piracy hurts, too. Sure. And if you want to talk about that. You know, the only difference is one of them, the company makes money off of it, one of them, the company doesn't. Either way, that's still physical hard copies that aren't sold. How many people are actually reading are actually digital only versus digital and comic, though? I still think the number's a lot lower. Mm -hmm. I think, here's the thing, I think in about 20 years, when, when, when when, when Brent's kids and my kids and Brandon's kids are all older. Yeah they'll have grown up with iPads, smartphones. They'll have grown up with this stuff. They won't have learned it as adults. They've learned it as children. It's nice. I don't have that, kids. That's fine. That's fine. I'll, 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 I I'll take it. I I'll don't, take it. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. No. I, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know, man. It's 20 years from now. Who the fuck knows, man? Come on, come on, come on. There was an accident, Ian. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Damn it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. I, I was looking... The, the radio sperm, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Say, radioactive I, I, spider splooge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it's starting to maybe be noticeable now. Let's say, let's say, out of all the comic book readers in the world, ten percent are digital only. Mm-hmm. That's not. That's not going to stop Marvel from publishing books. No. That's not going to cancel a book. Ten percent right. of the reading population. Yeah. I'm not, but uh, no, I, I wasn't talking about digital. I was talking about this Netflix style of it. No, I mean it's not. That's not. And even with Netflix, it's, it's not all, killing a show either. Right. Though. That's it, the thing, though. It's all digital. That's it's all part of the same thing. Again, Marvel would not have created this app if they didn't expect people to use it. It's like here's, it's like it's like Redbox. You're not killing. I get it. I get it. I no, get but it. the big thing is Brent. This Raph's is the big conter- Raph, Raph took your question on Marvel DCU. And took it to all digital, well, well, which well, I knew he would. Y- yes, uh, because it makes sense to. Raph, please continue your point that you were about to make before Brent stopped you. Continue. The reason Aww. why this doesn't hurt sales is because it's not day and date, like Comixology is. Yes. Comixology, I think, is the biggest threat to physical comics. And mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, yes, I sold physical comics. Yes, I'm probably, you know, I do like physical comics. I don't care. Like I said, I'm reading. I'm reading stuff left and right off of Comicsology right now because it's easy. It's accessible. They have sales. They. The, I love the guided view. I love the regular view. It doesn't matter to me. I. I see. I'm. I'm. You know, we're thir- You know, we're all in our. You know, late twenties, early. You know, early thirties, 
it's not like we're old men who can't understand how how a tablet works or a touch screen works. We know how to handle this stuff. We this is it. We're we're used to it. We're getting used to it. Our kids, 10, 20 years from now, that's going to be the norm. They're just going to oh automatically oh look I'm going to watch a movie on my iPad. Oh I'm going to watch I'm going to read a comic on my iPad or my Amazon Fire or my or or my Fire Phone or my Google Phone or whatever whatever whoever decides to come up with a device out by that by that point. You know, it, it's just it's it's rapidly progressing, and the thing is, I'm sh- people people complain about this. Ten- yeah, it is, and you know what? People were complaining about this five years ago. Whatever, I don't hear those same people. I don't hear them anymore. Either they they just st- stopped, or they've just adapted. Because digital didn't kill paper like paper like they thought it did right yeah I mean, it's revolutionized everything because well the one thing it's really hurt i think is dvd and blu-ray mm. but that because if you think about it how are dvd and blu-ray sales compared to what they were five years ago dude five years ago you couldn't even i i can go on my playstation i can go on my laptop i can go on my phone and download a full movie you couldn't do that five years ago yeah i mean but for whatever, I, I, I don't know. If there's just something about comics. Maybe maybe it's the day and date thing, or maybe it's just because people still want to physically read comics. I just don't see the threat where comicsology has become is become the new diamond and it's a monopoly and and paper and Midtown Comics and every comic book store in the world goes out of business. I really don't see that happening. At least not in the next five five years. In, in essence, let's let's look at this way, okay? Like you said before, com- uh, comic their big threat is that they are day and date. But look at the people who sell their books exclusively digital. Look at Comfort and Adam; they sell their books both digital and also in, in, hard, in hard copy, also correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, they do. And and so uh, you can buy their book right there, CBZ file, easy to read. Mm-hmm. You can buy their, you can buy their book in a PDF file, right there, easy to read. Yeah, it's not it's not stopping them from making hard cop from hard copy from making hard comics either too. Right. So it's not the it's not the killer like you think it is. It's in essence, it's the intended media that it's supposed to be in. And yes, the paper now is the secondary media, unfortunately. Right. And and, and Brent, I mean, going back to your initial point, I do feel like as part of the evolution of digital, as part of the evolution of DCU, is that again, I feel that Marvel is going to and and other companies for that matter, because I'm sure that there are other companies, you know, chomping at the bit to get to similar models themselves seeing the success of DCU. I mean, now that Comixology lets you do DRM-free comics, that's a huge game oh, that changer. It's a huge game changer for a whole bunch of people. I'm pirating less and less. I mean, no, I mean, I only <laughs> digital comics, always. But, but that's, that, you know, there are more and more companies that are going to be tracking the digital just as much as anywhere else. And there are comics that continue because of their digital sales and not necessarily because of their physical sales. Because you know, like, actually, Superior Foes of Spider-Man is a perfect example there. That's a book that was almost canceled, like, four times in the last, like, six months. Issue two. And it kept getting, it kept getting renewed, kept getting renewed, kept getting renewed. I'm going to make a educated guess that that's at least partially because of Comixology sales. Partially, it could be because you don't. We don't know what the digital audience for. That's the thing. Only Diamond releases their sales numbers. Comicsology right. doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have no idea. Yeah. It could be the num- number five selling book or or in the top one hundred of of Comicsology. We would never know. Right. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I just I did, wanted you to be aware that if 
you love a book like Hawkeye or Superior Foes of Spider-Man, you're waiting six months to read it. That's then, you know what? I can, you may I, or may not be attributing to its decline. That's and, all. That's, that's, all. That's I may or may I not, and you're right. You're right. And that's look, why I can't switch them to, to, to exclusively to Marvel right. Unlimited. And, I, I and have for to books, get the physical comics. For books that I absolutely love, that I, for books that I cannot wait to read, for books that I want to support, even if I could wait to read them, I may very well still buy that single issue. Ms. Marvel, I'm like three issues behind on that right now. I'm going to continue to buy that every single month, okay? Because I okay. feel like that book needs to be around. That is a book that needs to continue. And I'm glad that I'm well, not yeah, the only you one. Want a movie, you better read it. Well, no, Ms. Marvel, not Captain Marvel. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah. The G. Willow Wilson Ms. Marvel book, that's on its freaking sixth printing of the first issue. That's a damn good sign for the for the comic industry as a, as, as a whole. And I know that Comixology sales have been huge on that because that's also been mentioned all over the place on online at just how amazing sales have been for that. Number uh, one book, uh, digital, five digital. weeks in a row. Number one book, five weeks in a row. Boom. I'm going to continue to support that any way that I can to keep that book going. You know, this this episode has essentially been two episodes in one. It may very well be released as that, just because we go on such completely different topics here. I had some damn fun <laughs> talking with you guys. It's been a while since we've had a you know yeah, shoot, shoot shoot the shit show like this before. And I know that Brent is always this fun. <laughs> Hotel room, yeah. 2008. This yeah. is what this is. Oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. This is a stick and ale, man. Let's go right now. Oh wait. Oh oh oh. We lost rap again. Oh. 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 <laughs> just, <laughs> just like the fucking old days too, you know. Rap. Yeah. Rap can't connect on Skype. <laughs> just like the old days. He got out of that shitty apartment and he still can't get decent internet. And it's the latest. I'm in the middle of nowhere. Hey guys, how's my mic sound? How's my mic sound, guys? Do we sound good or not? Brandon, 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 try, try, try connecting it again. Try connecting it again. Wait, wait, wait. How about now? How's my sound, guys? That's better. That was. Well, here's the thing. I moved to the middle of nowhere. The middle, the middle of a giant celestial head. Well, no, I'm just saying. I, I live, I live, I live in the countryside now. There's yes. DSL is the best I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm back. I'm actually. I've actually downgraded because I had FiOS at my place. How did you not laugh at that, Rav? Oh, I, oh, I got it. No, I did get the. Okay, the, good. The, I'm the just saying. No, no Netflix you know streaming for you. Why, why didn't Cosmo? Why didn't Cosmo talk telepathic? Yeah, I know. I, I mentioned. You're gonna split I'm this into two. Song. You're gonna have a hell of an edit now. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck it all, fuck it all, uh, and, and you know, Raph, you actually sound pretty good for uh, for for DSL. It's it's, it's yeah, not, it's not bad. I can do I can still do streaming. I just can't, you know, do streaming. It's not HD, something. is it? It 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 cuts out occasionally. It yeah. goes from like standard to, to standard def every now and then. Okay. Have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> Uh, well, turning the power button on. Sir, are you, sir is the cord plugged in? <laughs> I, should, I, should, I should turn the, the Wi Fi router on, shouldn't I? Yes. Sir, yes. you're not going to get high definition if you don't have an HDMI cable plugged in. <laughs> sir, sir. Yellow, blue, and red will not get you. My bunny ears aren't what? I got sir, the bunny sir, ears out. Sir, sir, your 1984 CRT monitor is incapable of 1080p. <laughs> <laughs> so before we before we wrap everything up, uh, first off, Casina, 
you, I know, I know, I know. Time, time comes uh, approaches. Baby, time uh, soon. It's, it's week to week, man. Yeah, oh, week man. to week. Um, you you gonna you, you gonna try and squeeze oh, out of bullets before before that happens, or? Uh, oh man, I I was talking. I was with Jim the other day, and we were talking about it. I don't know. It's, it's got to find the time. He's on a different schedule than I am. So right. okay, that's fine. That's fine. And and I am I am uh, finally uh, mailing you something uh, this week. By the way, since I'm finally getting off my ass and going to the freaking post office. So right. Uh, ex- 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 expect that some. T- yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mister Toys R Us. Physical, uh, physical purchasing of toys. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I was in Toys R Us today for Babies R Us stuff. Yeah, I went to the action figure aisle. Uh-huh. The uh, Marvel Legends figures twenty one dollars. Yeah, they Dude, they've gone up. They've Dude, seriously 15, and fifteen dollars for those piece of shit three inch figures from Marvel and Wait, DC. Dude, don't, don't look at me. Look at <laughs> yeah, me. you can get them for eleven. Not at Toys R Us in Orlando. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna really? I'm, I'm, try I'm, Target. Yeah, yeah. Try, try or, or try the well, Amazon. Maybe they were ten. Maybe yeah. they were ten. I'm sorry. They're, yeah, they're ten, the, but I remember nine. them being like seven or eight dollars. They're ten. They're ten dollars for a piece of plastic. Back in my that's day, like, shunny. Y- you know, I re- man, five dollars. I remember when comic books were dollar ninety nine and I'm, cheaper. I remember when they, when they were dollar twenty five back in ninety two. Oh yep. my god! Mm-hmm. I haven't paid full price for a comic in like. Eight years. Yeah, screw you. Neither have I, and we're sponsored by DCBS, Discount Comic Book Service. Check them out at dcbservice.com. A full reminder, I, I fucking love when you set me up for that, man. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is number one, 50% off for only a buck forty-nine this month. Death of Wolverine, Logan Legacy, a buck ninety-nine for 50% off as well. Futures end five years later. I'm the business, 50% off. So are other DC and Marvel hardcovers. You've heard a bunch of this before. I'm just going to real say, say real quick, go to dcbservice.com and find out all of their deals. You will love them. Go to their Comicsology storefront to save even more. Mr. Christopher, you Yo. are finally releasing it. Yes. It's already been released on Tumblr. Uh, but yeah, I got myself a podcast. And they can find it at... Uh, Geek... Uh, not Geek... That's my one. Uh, popcultureclash.tumblr.com all right, sweet, and uh, it will be up on the comic timing feed as well once Brandon can figure it out. So that will be. <laughs> I push buttons, good guys. I do- I got sound on here, and it words come out, and I got stuff, guys. How is Babby formed? Uh- <laughs> so expect that in the next uh, week or two uh, after this episode is released. That should be up there as well. Uh, Raph, uh, where can they find you on these intertubes? Um, you can find me at uh, on Twitter. Um, it's at datraph d a t r a p h. Um, you uh, there's also the website lifeofraf.squarespace.com. I'm I'm also working on a podcast eventually, maybe kind of sort of, not really. Maybe Geeks United. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, like, well, Geeks United is so dead and buried. It's not even funny. I, I don't even have the original audio files anymore. It's on a hard drive. I got to recover them. Oh jeez. Yeah, that well, it's I haven't done a. Oh, I know you haven't. Three dude. years. Come on. Four years. Yeah. Hey, 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 Brandon. When's the next episode of the quarter bin? <laughs> I actually, I, you have the link I sent you, right? <laughs> dude, you can, you can release that. <laughs> dude, it'd be awesome. Oh my god, the quarter bin. <laughs> I'm sorry. I still think Geeks Unite is a lot funnier than the quarter bin. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least at least that was more active. That 
when when did the Quarterbeam go out? Two thousand nine. Yeah, like that. but the Geeks Unite Eight. podcast got sad when you started complaining on it. What about oh, like my so called geek? What about me? What about Raven? What about me? Wait, 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 wait. in, in. Yeah. Yeah. Geek Speak Challenge? Come on, Geek Speak Challenge. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, the email address for Comic Timing is comictiming at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to check us out uh, the f- uh, <laughs> Facebook at facebook.com slash comic timing. We're proud members of the Comics Podcast Network over at comicspodcast.com and the League of Comic Book Podcasts over comicbooknoise.com slash league. And send us review a review on iTunes and tell us how wonderful we are for this wonderful episode. It has absolutely nothing to do with the Geek Speak Challenge which never fucking existed. So for Brandon Christopher and Rasuhu and Brett Casina. I'm Ian Levisi reminding everybody out there that there's always time for comics, but not the, the Geek Speak Challenge. <laughs> Bye, have a beautiful time. <laughs> I'm doing customer service relations with new, not not with the angry company, retailers. Companies, with retailers. Okay. If I screw up a retailer's order, they get to yell at me. Okay. So I'll be calling you then. The hell, what's Right, thanks. Yeah, you will. Thanks. Well, all right. Uh, well, I'll try to be good about it. <laughs> well, he, here's our, our vendor sucks, by the way. Oh God, <laughs> Brandon, you our, work at a comic store. Or you... I work at a toy store, and our book vendor sucks. You still work? You still work at Toys R Us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Toys are more like Toys R You. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> S. You know, you live with the perfect person that could have been your Geek Speak co-host. And you guys both watch anime, and she's like, so she's typing to the tech stuff? <laughs> yeah, well, well just pointing that out. We're, 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 actually, we're actually considering doing something. If not if not more extra points, which we will do. I like when, uh, when Chris is on it. Oh, yeah. She's, she's fun. No, she's 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 great. I mean, I, I mean, I... I task awesome, too. Yes, she you does. And that's, she's that's, great. She's listening in the other room. Yeah, well, exactly. Um, But uh, <laughs> this was fun. Fucking awesome! This is about a two and a half hours. I am definitely splitting it up into two episodes. I think I'm, I think we'll do Guardians of the Galaxy. You shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably I'll probably split it up in the in the into uh, Guardians and then whatever other conversations we had. Uh, hold on, you got to splice this in. I think I thought Bradley Cooper and Vin Diesel were terrific as Rocket and Groot. Groot uh, and Dave Bautista was a great wrestler turned actor. I think he's probably as good as The Rock. I don't know. We'll see. Blah, 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 no. blah. Chris Pat was terrific. Yeah. Uh, Zoe Saldana was great. Uh, I really enjoyed the movie. Okay. Before you go, I'll still, I, I want to put a button on. Remember when you said Babstar? If you can ask her, I was thinking about the little girl. I was thinking about Homestar Runner for a couple seconds. Like that. Babstar! <laughs> <laughs> she was nervous, but she always Babstar! 